Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, baby. Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you have had an amazing week. I'm excited for today's episode because it's another solo episode, which by the way, I love doing interview episodes with people that I admire, respect, look up to, vibe with, but I've been really vibing doing solo episodes. So I hope that you have been enjoying them too. I feel like it's our weekly hangout sesh, our weekly time to connect, check in, and dive a little deeper into different topics that are so important to me. Today's topic is close to my heart and that is living a yoga inspired life because obviously I've created an entire brand called the yoga inspired life and I wanted to just talk a little bit more about what a yoga inspired life is because I think that there can be some confusion and what I mean by that is on the surface I think people just assume that a yoga inspired life is one where you do yoga every day but a yoga inspired life is so much more than that. A yoga inspired life is one that is simply inspired by the teachings and the essence of the practice of yoga as a whole. It's living in alignment, choosing kindness and compassion as often as possible. It's about awareness and presence. It's about honoring your true authentic self and needs, cultivating acceptance for what is, and it's about making an active effort to make new choices when you can and need to in order to feel your best. In 2016, when I made the choice to leave an abusive relationship and began to plan my escape from a super toxic work environment and nightlife, I had this deep desire to redesign my life and redesign my entire existence, really, and ultimately create a life that not only made me excited to wake up each day, but one that also supported my desire to be a better human to myself and to others. And I've talked about my story a little bit here and there on the many different platforms that I create on, but I really started from ground zero. My life was a chaotic mess and I felt like I had absolutely no direction and I had no idea what direction to even go into to make a shift. And when I sat down with myself to reflect on what I wanted, how I wanted to feel, what needed to change, and what that dream life might look like, the thing that came to mind was yoga. And at that time, my yoga practice really had become so many different things to me. It started out as a hobby and it turned into a passion, a therapeutic practice, an escape, a safe space, a coping mechanism. And by 2016, I had done two yoga teacher trainings already, both with the intention of deepening my practice and wanting to learn more. But with that, I had studied a lot of yoga philosophy and I had read many, many books. And all of my studies made it very clear to me that yoga wasn't just a workout or a physical practice, right? I had previously felt the deep energetic shift and the connectedness and the all-encompassing bliss and release, which is what drove me to do two yoga teacher trainings and read all of those books. But it was in that moment where I made the powerful choice to change my life that it was 
crystal clear to me that the answer was yoga. The teachings of yoga were so beautiful and all-encompassing, and while I wasn't really sure how it would all pan out or fit together, I just chose to let yoga inspire the new life that I was creating. Living a yoga-inspired life doesn't have to be complicated, it doesn't have to look any particular way, and it's definitely not about perfection. In the same way that everyone's asana practice or physical yoga practice will look different, each person's idea and even their execution of a yoga-inspired life is going to look different. I share all of my methods and personal take on how to create and live a yoga-inspired life in my 12-week program, The Yoga-Inspired Life, but I wanted to take some time today to share just a few of the ways in which yoga inspires my life to give you some ideas for how you too can begin to take your yoga off the mat and into everyday life right now. Self-acceptance was and still is a really big one for me. I spent a lot of my life rejecting myself, wanting to change myself, feeling like I needed to shapeshift or prove myself. And with time, my yoga practice taught me that the version of me that I am in each passing moment is enough. I don't need to change. I don't need to prove. I don't need to be something or someone different. Who I am is enough. And it really inspired me on a day-to-day basis to just work with where I was at, work with what I got. Another big lesson was the idea of choosing flow over force. And this is a lesson that I really still do come back to regularly because I think we live in a society that's driven by a lot of masculine energy, right? Push, hustle, do more, force. And on the mat, that just doesn't fly. If you force on the mat, you will most likely be met with injury and or physical pain. And even though in life, we will be met with the same kind of things when we force, right? Injury or physical pain, it's not as obvious, or maybe it's that we just don't pay attention to it because we either have been conditioned to ignore it, or maybe it's because we have so many distractions off the mat that we can more easily pretend like it's not there. But on the mat, when it's just you and your breath, your thoughts are amplified, your experience is amplified, there are no distractions. And when the injury and or physical pain comes up, there's no way to avoid it. And it's easier to recognize that force is not productive. Learning to listen to my intuition and honor what I need instead of being guided by my ego is another huge thing that I took off the mat, right? Moving into a pose that I'm not ready for or saying yes to something that isn't right for me, that stuff held me back. That way of being kept me small. Listening to my intuition, honoring what I need and honoring where I'm at really empowered me. And you know, it's pretty common for new yogis to come into a class and obsessively look around at what everyone else is doing or what outfit she's wearing or what kind of mat she has. And I definitely was one of those people when I first started practicing. But as we dive deeper into our practice, we quickly learn that what everyone else is doing is none of our business. It's not about anyone else in the room. It's about you. And this lesson inspires me each day to refrain from comparison and the need to emulate anyone else because it's not about them. It's about me. My journey's different. My path is different. My body's different. My flexibility's different. My mind is different. My experiences are different. There is no way for me to successfully compare or measure up or do what so and so is doing because we're completely different. And when you are focused on things outside of yourself, you miss out on experiences in your own journey. Another way is ahimsa. Ahimsa in the way I treat myself and others, 
as well as ahimsa in the way that I approach my diet. Ahimsa is one of the five yamas, and I go into detail about this layer of yoga philosophy in episode, I think it's episode number 30, and I also have a few blog posts up on the blog, Diving Deeper, which I will link in the show notes for you, but ahimsa means nonviolence, and nonviolence in the most obvious sense is not physically hurting yourself or others, right? But ahimsa is also about nonviolence in speech, the way you speak to others and to yourself. It's also about the way you think about yourself and others right? Noticing when a hurtful thought about yourself or someone else comes up and making a new choice. And then lastly, ahimsa and diet really comes down to nonviolence to all living beings. For example, going plant-based, not consuming any animal products, which kind of ties into my next little thing, which is connectedness. My yoga practice inspired me to dive deeper into connectedness to myself and to the world around me, right? Seeing myself in all living beings made me not want to hurt other people, not want to consume animals, because I see myself in those things. And going even deeper, really recognizing the power of the breath and having a deep appreciation for my body and my breath and all of the things that I think that we oftentimes overlook. And on that note, the deeper into my practice I got, I started to experience how powerful the practice was and started to notice that I needed nothing but my body and my breath to experience it, which made me not only realize that I actually need less than I think I do, right? That all the bells and whistles are really not that necessary, that simplicity is powerful, but also that I have everything I need within me to experience bliss, to experience something transformational and exceptional. And lastly, transitions. My yoga practice really helped me value the transitional moments, not just on my mat, but in my life. My yoga teacher, Travis Elliott, would frequently highlight the transition, saying, it's not about the poses, it's about the moments in between the poses. The in-between moments between poses are just as important as the poses themselves. And this applied to life was an absolute game changer because I think so many of us are so focused on getting to the next goalpost that we forget those in-between moments. And that's really the bulk of life. So slowing down and savoring the quote-unquote mundane tasks or paying attention to those little pockets of in-between time really made everything in my life richer. And honestly, this could be a five-hour long episode of all the ways in which yoga inspires my life. So I'm going to just leave you with that little tidbit today. Okay, I love you. I hope you have an amazing week and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.